Welcome back. Welcome back, my friends at Facebook. And you know, normally I try to have, let's see if I can get it up. The first 30 seconds is important to have something. Whoop, whoop. Press on. Adjust and go. But what I was looking for is where we are. We're on the chapter on vision. We t- we're talking about as a leader, we didn't need to know more and before. More and before. And that's where we left off last time, putting together strategies to learn how to know more and before. And today, one of the things that helps you with your vision is spending time with people who inspire you to see more and before. Now, this goes back to what Paul Martinelli talks about, your awareness. You see, in our world, well, in your world, in your perspective, you think you've got it figured out. You think you, you, you know it and you see it all and you understand it. But see, the reality is you don't. I don't. They don't. But what we do know is that as people experience more in life, their awareness may be wider so they they can uh, uh, inherit more or uh, gain more because they know more because of their awareness of people they've been around and the experiences they've been exposed to. And you think about it, when we're young, we're not exposed to a lot at all. We're exposed to our mother and father, we're in the house, and then as we go to school, we're exposed to teachers and friends and not so good friends, and we start to learn more. And see, it's in other people that allow us to elevate ourselves, but we've got to get around people who who have more knowledge. John Maxwell, who, uh, you know, author of the book that we're in right now is Developing a Leader Within You 2.0. John Maxwell being the author, also the number one leadership and management expert in the world. Welcome, my name is Brave El Dodd, and um, yeah, just wanted to make the introduction. So now, here we are, understanding to be inspired by other people. What John Maxwell talks about is when he began in the churches teaching and preaching, he began by going, uh, looking up the largest 10 churches and sending a request out to all 10 of the pastors requesting to spend 30 minutes and he would pay them for it. The story goes, as he tells it, out of the 10, only two gave him the time. And later, as he grew, after he his experience with them, they introduced him and he actually got to meet and talk with all the other eight. But isn't it interesting that he knew enough that he didn't know it all and was not aware. But in order to see more and before, if you go to those who have done more and before, then that it broadens your horizon. So then when you come back where your awareness or the people who you are around in your environment 
are not as aware of you now because you've it's like a it's like in the uh, 15 invaluable laws of growth talks about the story of the rubber band once you stretch you can no longer get all the way back there down to where you were and that's the difference so in order to know more than before we need to be around people who know more than before or who have a greater awareness than we are so how do you do that before we had to physically go and see people but today with the internet they're just across the line you can search and find experts in every field pouring their hearts out giving you the information and you can hang find your favorites and hang with them and learn so that you can grow it doesn't have to be that hard anymore think about it you immerse yourself with these these experts these people who build confidence in you uh, one of the things we talk about in uh, marketing online is niching in and, and finding people in your niche and then going to their sites and, and seeing what they have to say. Do that for a while and see how it blows your mind. Remember, the subconscious mind accepts everything. So if you've got 10 or 15 people who are experts and you, you go to their site every day and they're pouring into you, you're changing your perspective. You're changing your awareness. You're changing your views. You begin to see things differently. And then it gets in you. At first it gets in you, you get in it, and it starts seeping into your conscious mind. Then you start making changes. Maybe that's not the only way to do this. Maybe that's not the only way to do that. And then you begin to actually make those changes in your life. I'm trying to get that little dot out of the way. Yeah, make those changes in your life. So when we talk about that, uh, and he lists here seven items that help uh, when you do this, when you're actually around people who inspire you and who know more. He said, when I'm with these people, it's not spending time, it's investing time. The return on investment is tremendous. And who luck, we call it who luck. He said, uh, I can look back on my life and verify what the difference it makes. I believe who luck is the most important luck of all. See, the most important question that you can ask of others is who do you know that I should know? Who do you know that I need to know? You know, I can think about myself. I first learned of John Maxwell. Who did he know that I didn't know? Paul Martinelli. I didn't know Paul Martinelli. I didn't know uh, um, Marty Goldbrand, greatest speaker, who then talks about less, uh, less, less. Wow, man, I can't think of Les's last day. Can you believe that? Les Brown. And yes. And then his daughter, Anna Brown. And then Brian Tracy and and uh uh there's just so many other names. But 
Picture yourself being able to be around these people on a daily basis. Brendan Rashad, Rashad, pouring their hearts out online and making that information available to you. So when I'm with the right people and in the right places, I don't spend time. I invest it. This is where I get my greatest return on investment. That's your greatest return on investment. You have that, that, that dream, that desire deep down inside you, and you're afraid to let it out. Try hanging online with these guys each night for a while. Read up on their sites. See what golden nuggets that they're just hanging low that you can absorb. Do that for a month. See how it changes you. See how people say, there's something different about you. I'm not quite sure what it is, but I like it. <laughs> That's what they're going to say. I like it. I'm not sure what it is. Hulak is 90% intentional, 10% accident. You're not going to bump in these people accidentally at an airport. Maybe one in a hundred, but not normally. You go where they are, both physically and online. It is possible to be around bigger people and not become bigger yourself. These kind of experiences can change your life because there's such a disconnect. And you're going to find that as you begin to hang with these people, you become disconnected with those that you normally hang with because you start to think differently and they start looking at you weird because you have different thoughts that you never had before. You just normally said, yeah, and agreed. But now it's different, and it, and, and it, 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 it's appealing, it's attractive to them. The best way to meet the right people is by asking the right question. Like I said, who do you know that I should know? Who do you know that I should know? Put the name down. I'll look them up. Trust me, I will. Who do you know that I should know? Put the name down. I'll look them up, and I'll even report back to you. Go ahead, this comment section. If it's after, just put a pound and then comments, and I'll see it later. And the second meeting with the right person is the most important meeting. It indicates that both of you see the value of meeting again, and that perhaps is the beginning of an ongoing relationship. Man, I can't tell you how many times that I've met with people, and because of the, my thought process, which is different anyways, uh, impresses them, and they enjoy being around me. I remember my cousin, yeah, bless his heart, he passed away, but his wife, a widow, I can remember her being apprehensive about me taking them out to dinner. But 10 minutes into the conversation, I was so interested in what she did she was totally engrossed and loved every minute. She was thinking it was a typical family uh, member visit in which she would be bored. But this time, because of the questions I asked and the interest I showed, she lit up like a Christmas tree and enjoyed every minute. But yeah, so second meetings uh, mean that both of you find meaning out of both out of the conversation. Now, you may ask a little bit about what is this t-shirt he has on? If you ever go to my site, 
I have got a um, a a photo with a phrase on it that's starting to go viral. And the image I had put on T-shirts that are available to you as well as Teespring.com. You can get one. It says, "I feel like my soul is dying a little every day," and it has the same image. I feel like my soul is dying a little every day. You see, I call that line a line that people think many people have had it. Otherwise, it wouldn't be going viral the way it is. But no one wants to say it. It's kind of like the elephant in the room. Put the elephant out there and know that you're fighting against it. But when, when, when you have it on, it will strike a conversation for sure because as people see it, they felt it. I know they have. It couldn't be as as strong because when I, I found out, you know, going through some forums, I found that people had that feeling, but no one, everyone had it, but no one says it. I said, well, I'll say it. And when people see it, they're like, I've been there or I am there. You see, that's the feeling that happens when you're, let's say, in the grandstands. I always talk about the grandstands and being in the in the arena. That's the feeling in the grandstand. When you're in that job that you got into because um, you needed a job, you started doing something, you, you got pretty good at it. And then you found, like, uh, that's where you ended up getting stuck. But that's not where you're your your passion was but you got some skill there and you have to pay the bills you don't want to start over so you stay there but when you stay too long you feel like your soul is dying a little bit every day because you're in the grandstands and you're not in the arena so how do you get there that's what i'm telling you you can't just quit your job. You've got bills to pay. I know this. I've got bills to pay. So what do you do? Well, probably one of the best things you can do, one is to, to, to uh, be, get, spend time with people who inspire you, and that may bring opportunity. But another way is to start looking for opportunities to volunteer and things you're passionate about. And as you volunteer in those things you're passionate about, I can almost guarantee opportunities will present themselves. People will take notice that you're not just doing it because it's the uh, nice thing to do. It, it's doing it. You're doing it because it's part of you. It's what you love to do. And they can see the difference as you work, as you pour into others, as you associate in whatever you're volunteering to do. And I almost guarantee within two or three months, an opportunity will present itself. Then you have a choice to make. You see, your awareness will have been opened. And instead of thinking that this is it, what you've been doing, now you find that you have options. And the options are starting to feel pretty good because this is what you've loved to do always and now because you've been volunteering 
someone took note and when an opportunity brought it brought itself up your name came to the surface and then you get to do what you always wanted to do and and instead of just making a difference because you pour yourself in you begin to make an impact on people's lives in a special way because you it's an area you're gifted so it, it doesn't take a lot and then when you pour more into it it really impacts people in a powerful way you get you experience less stress you sleep deeper and you pop up in the morning you're not afraid of mondays you jump you're you're excited about mondays matter of fact you probably go in on sunday to prepare for monday because you're just so excited about what you get to do because it's what you love to do and not what you have to do then it doesn't become a job anymore then there's no such thing as retirement if it's something you love to do you don't retire from what you love to do you do it and you continue to do it. In my uh, example, my vision, you open up that door out of the grandstand, you get in the field and you stay there because you're affecting people in a great way and it feels good and people really appreciate it. And you can see just the, the, the love and the care that they have and the loving care that you have on your side because you, you know you're doing good. And then you start to see that big picture I talk about. It's it's bigger than me. It's bigger than me. I'm affecting lives in a great way and it feels good. And I'm so glad I took the opportunity. I took the chance instead of just sitting and keeping my awareness thinking this is all there is. I finally come out and done what was really deep down inside that I know I wanted to do and needed to do because it was a part of me. And it made such a big difference in people's lives and it made such a big difference in my life. And man, I am so much happier. And then you're not approaching the age of 70 thinking and regretting you didn't risk enough. I, I wish I had risked more. That's the biggest line that people say, go in if you do it, go to, go to a nursing home, ask, ask people there. If you had a chance to do it over then again, what would you have done? I would have risked more. I would have done more. They don't say, oh, I would have played it safe a little bit more. No, no. Life is not lived in the grandstands. It's on the field. It's in the arena. Get in the arena. You can make such a difference in your life and such a great impact in other people's lives. Not to mention the compensation that will come your way because we're just vessels and stuff comes to us and through us. We're not hoarders, we're reservoirs. We pass stuff through because we're givers for the good of others. And when that when that is your story, you feel so much better inside. Your heart is warm. Your mind is clear. Your conscience is clear. You're not playing the politics. You're, you're, you're really affecting lives in a great way.
that is living life. And that, so my, my question to you today is, what is that dream inside you? Who do you know? Or who does someone else know that you need to know to get you started to expand your awareness so that you can actually see the opportunity to do what you've been made to do. And then hold your hold on tight because as it begins to, to, to change your life and you begin to see how you're affecting lives in a special way, nothing can stop you after that. And you will feel so much better with yourself, with life, and you'll be less stressed and healthier in general. That's my lesson today. Uh, we're in the chapter on vision, and this time is on finding people who inspire you and spending time with them. And remember, it's not just it's not just in person, but online too, because there's a lot out there, and so many great people out there that are already doing what I'm asking you to do, sending their message. And here's the here's the, the big thing is as you understand that, it's not a competition anymore. Everyone compliments everyone because everyone's unique in their own way. And there are people who need your message, not Brandon Mashad, not um, um, Les Brown's message, not um, John Maxwell or Paul Martinelli's. They need your message. They need Kim's message. They need Michelle's message. They need George's message. Whatever your name is, they need your message. And I remember one of my mentors today said it. It's a sin when we do not do what we're obligated to do. When we're not sharing our message, we might as well have been sinning like everyone else because that message is not for us to keep it's for us to give away when we understand that then it makes it easier for us to give and not be afraid of what happens as we give all right i've rambled on long enough but i think you get the message uh and i hope i've touched you in a special way let me know who do i need to know that you know you can write it in the comments now or later whenever but i need to know i'm ready to grow and i'm always growing as i'm pouring into you i want to grow so i can pour into you even more thank you and have a good evening